Day 64. Yeah, welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. Uh, I'm John. And I'm Keith. And just a reminder, this is our year-long journey through the Bible, right? And yeah. we just say it each time. The Bible is more like a window than a mirror, right? Yeah. We don't come to it to look at ourselves like we do a mirror. You come to the Bible, and when you treat it as a window to look through it into what God is like, mm. amazing things happen. And yeah. yep, so First yeah. Samuel 13 through 16, where yeah. we at? Yeah, just... Man, we're here with right in the thick of the story of Saul. And Saul is this guy who Israel wanted, the kind of king they that Israel wanted, but it's not the kind of king that they need. Right. Yeah. And Saul shows himself to be unfit right. for rulership of the people of God. Right? right. In ancient Israel, yo, nobody's above the law. Right. Right. Not even the king. And we ultimately see King Jesus, right, who submits himself to the law of God. And Saul does not do that. Here. Right. Yep. Yeah. And we see the reason why, right? Yeah. Is because of this fear, this fear of people, the fear that he's on his own, the fear that God abandons him. And it gives a little bit of credence, right? Where Joshua comes back and God yeah. says, Yo, be strong and courageous, for I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. And what you see is this whole thing about courage, yo. You you see Saul and Jonathan yeah. contrasted. Yeah. So with Saul, mm-hmm. it's a he looks around, but he doesn't look above. Yeah, that's good. So his first thing's gonna take place when he saw that everybody else left him. Yeah. Then he started to chill. Yeah. yeah. Yo, what's up? No, it's so funny because I don't know why it's so funny. They were shook. <laughs> like they were just so scared. Right. And I mean, I mean, yeah. Like I'm not trying to make light of fears, but it's like. Bro, they were so shook that the Bible says in four in 13 that some of them went back across the Jordan. <laughs> yeah, hey dog. He's like, this God ain't even, got, stuff, a, God this ain't even got a part this. Though. I'm just gonna swim the whole I'm, way across. I'm going back, my G. I'm spooked. So it was just like right. crazy how scared they were. Yep. And so this yeah. look, Saul looks around him. Yeah. And Samuel comes, he's like, yo, Saul, fam. Why'd you do this? Yeah. And so I was like, man, I looked around and everybody left. Yeah. And Samuel was saying, yo, yo, it's not about what goes on around you. It's about what goes on above you. Yeah. So I got my daughter in the background <laughs> trying to shush her while we talk about the Bible. Shh, baby, we're trying to talk to people about the Bible. Yeah. I, <laughs> but the story of Jonathan mm-hmm. takes place and the guy that comes with him it's like yo man aren't you scared and he's thing and his thing's like no fam i'm not gonna look around me i'm gonna look above me yeah if god is with us then it doesn't matter who we're fighting against who's on our side is always more important than who wants to get into a fight and and we see that change yeah and it's crazy because uh in the first part like saul sees the bible says that they're outmanned yeah it literally says that they had troops as numerous as the sands on the seashore. Yeah. And but but that's that's not new, right? right. In all of the other stories leading up to this point, Israel that's, was always outmanned, yeah. right? And that's always the people of God. Yeah. Everybody always has bigger guns, more yeah. right, money and resources and people. They and, got they got bigger guns, but they ain't got a better guy. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's so good. that's the crazy part. And the fact that, like you said, bro, Jonathan shows us that the spiritual maturity 
of the leader is more important than his physical prowess, mm, right? Yeah. Because there are going to be situations, and this goes um, for everybody, there are going to be situations where your intellect, where your strength, where your resources, yeah. where everything you have cannot get you out. Everybody with money finds themselves in a problem that money can't solve. Everybody with charm finds themselves facing a problem that charm can't solve. Everybody with strength finds themselves facing a problem that strength can't solve. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, bro. Yeah. And like you said, they're going to contrast Jonathan and Saul here. And that's going to go throughout the rest of the book, bro. Right. And um, Samuel, bro, after the second time, so first time Saul... Uh, does his sacrifice and he's like, fam, I told you, you, you disobeyed. You weren't supposed right. to do that. It's all right. God got something for you. <laughs> David's going to come through, right? Um, and then the second time, this dude, he tells him to go take out the Amalekites. He halfway does the job, right? Right. Partial obedience is disobedience. Right. Bible's yep. trying to show us. And Samuel's hot. He's like, it's over with. Yeah. It's right. Yo, it's yo, right. Why did you do that? Yeah. And he's like, yo, no, no, I, I, uh, I didn't do it. And he's like, fam. I hear the sheep bleeding them, in the bro. background, dog. So this is like a kid that steals cookies and the yeah. parents come home and say, yo, why did you take those? Yeah. And they said, I didn't. And they're like, fam, there are Oreo crumbs uh, oh, around your you. mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, bro. And it's just like, Saul's so like, no, see, I went and got the cattle and stuff so I could sacrifice the God. And he's like- Bro, obedience is better than sacrifice, right? Right, and that's I feel like that's just a verse that some people take out of context. But what he's saying is like, there would be no need for a sacrifice if you just simply right. obeyed. And right? Don't give God stuff He ain't asked for. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And it's like no kind of ceremonial, religious, or any of that stuff can make up for a rebellious attitude towards God. Right. Ultimately, the problem is just you need to obey him. Right. And God, being gracious as he has been, gives us everything we need Amen. to do so and be faithful. Yeah. Right? Amen. And so, yeah, in 16, my man David going to get called up. Right. He's going to get his shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the same thing, right? So if you think of like Saul messed up and he looked around instead of above and you see even somebody like samuel can get caught yeah starting to look around and not inside yeah so he looks and he's getting ready to anoint all of the sons mm. and his mindset is oh uh, yeah yo surely god's gonna choose him yeah. or him or him or him or yeah. him or him or him mm. but no god's gonna choose you know the little dude little cat the little cat, the least likely can and and the dad. Yeah. Who's whose dad didn't even bring him inside because his dad's yeah. like, nah, I mean, Dave's cool, one. but yeah. he ain't a king. Yeah, he a young buck, bro. Like right. you know, he's talking about him. Yeah. He out there with the sheep, right? Right. And this just points us to man, someone else who isn't David, but comes right. from the line of David, mm. who is not just a shepherd, but he's the great shepherd. Yeah. Who will be a king. Nobody thought that he would be a king from little old Nazareth. Mm. But he, unlike Saul, obeys the law of God perfectly. Right. And he, like David, was faithful mm. to God, um, even to the point of death. Amen. Death on the cross. And he raises for us. Amen.